0: Hallelujah. When songs are lifted like this in worship of the Lord, you wonder whether you should preach or we should just flow into it. Because great is the Lord and greatly he ought to be praised. Amen. Amen. Ambassadors, God bless you. I was really touched by that. Hallelujah. All right, let's see what God has for us today. So, Father, we are grateful to you. Thank you for every one of Your children, so beautifully here gathered at your presence. The Bible said, The gathering is not to any man but unto you. We are very careful, Lord. We don't want to take it for granted. As it was said in the song, it's a privilege to stand before you, equally privileged to be seated before you. Because there are many out there who do not even value that it is a good thing to be in the presence of the Lord. And so we are highly privileged and we want to say thank you for our gathering. Therefore we pray, Lord, that you will have a cause to us this day. Speak to us the way you want. And for me I ask that, O God, offerings will be given, that I may make it known the way I ought to. This I ask. And for us all, that we may hear and understand. In Jesus' name, we have prayed and everyone said, uh, Amen. Last week, we spoke about the fear of the Lord emanating from the heart. And um, you will observe that without the fear of the Lord, it will be very difficult to live for the glory of God or to live for His name. Anyhow, today we are going to see to it as God has graciously given to us That we must also understand that the Christianity we have gotten ourselves involved If ever anybody promise you that is without suffering Please don't take it like that, Amen It actually has a suffering bit to it And the suffering I'm not talking about Wrong moves that bring you suffering I'm not talking about Neither am I talking about Sufferings that you think uh, Sufferings that came on yourself By your own decisions No, 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 that's not I'm talking about you standing for God And suffering coming your way Amen And so let's get it right So that when we have those things coming our way, we are not discouraged. So the title of the message is as simple as, Is there a Christianity without suffering? Question mark. Is there a Christianity without suffering? And I'm going to do a quick reading. Is here? Is here? Yes. Please give her a mic to read for me. Put on the board for me Genesis chapter 39. We'll read from verse 7 to 21. Quickly, and I will try and stay and, and do it quickly. So she will do it for us. Genesis 29 from verse 7. This has to do with Joseph, our good brother Joseph. Go ahead.
1: And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So it was, as she spoke to Joseph that day by day, that he did not heed her, to lie with her or to be with her. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was inside, that she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. And so it was when she was when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside, that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, "See, he has brought into us a Hebrew to mock us. He came in to lie. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened." when he heard that I lifted my voice and cried out, that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. Then she spoke to him with words like this, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came in to me to mock me. So it happened, as I lifted my voice and cried out, that he left his garment with me and fled outside. So it was when when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him, saying, Your servant did to me after this manner, that his anger was aroused. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison.
0: Amen. I said amen. Amen. It's a very interesting Bible passage. The background to it is that Joseph was coming from a very big family that he has, he had brothers, quite a number of them. It so happened that his father loved him very much. And so he got the best from the father. And then also, because God had plans for him, he gave him dreams to tell him how great he would be. May I let you know that God has plans for you. Amen. So... In the course of life, he told his brethren that, Oh, God has this, and very soon I'll be great. And they jealous him the more. Because the father, the earthly father loved him. The God of heaven also loved him. And so it brought jealousy through no fault of his. And then, one day he was asked to see his brothers, and they saw him coming and they said, We will make sure that all the dreams and the things that he tells us comes to an end. So we will kill him. And one of them quickly said, which not good to kill, so let's sell him off. And so he was sold off to some merchandise people. And they also resold him. And he ended up with a man by name Potiphar. Praise the Lord. And I love something about this Joseph guy, which I think that it is us. The Bible says that the Lord was with him. Praise the Lord. There's something also I would like for you to take note. Before I say that, I'd like to ask you a very simple question. If you have done what is right... You haven't done any evil. And because of the good you did. You are punished. For the good you did. What will be your reaction? You did something good for. A master who is your master. And. You know, the man was um, he was one of the pharaoh's right-hand man, because he was one of the commanders of his army. So he was, not, he was not a poor man. At the same time as well, such a man, if he was looking for a wife, you think he would not look for the good wife. L- nice looking woman. So the woman was also quite pretty. So Mrs. Potiphar was not ugly. That was not the reason why Joseph refused. But Joseph had something in him, which is the fear of the Lord. Amen. From what he said from the scriptures, the Bible says that how could I do such a wicked thing before my God? And he was punished for it. Now, what do you think, if any of us in our day were to go through such a thing of standing for the righteous, or standing for that which is good, and being punished, not just as only being dismissed, but carried into prison for saying, I will not do this. What do you think will be the first thing that will come out of such a person. Anybody can help me? Yes, Joseph. Ah, you are Joseph, so you want to answer? To me, it
1: depends on the position that you are with the person.
0: If there is no position. You are, you, are his, you are his servant and his wife has offered you and you have refused and the man comes and he says, come on, take him to prison. What would you do? I'll be offended, I won't oh, be happy. So, when you are offended, what would you say?
1: That's why I'm saying that it depends on the position that because the position that he has, I cannot fight him. If it's a person that I can fight with, I'll make sure that I fight with him.
0: You are, you are an intellectual. <laughs> what would you say to the situation to them, to, to those people who are? Putting you in prison for something you didn't do. Well,
1: you try to tell them that you haven't done this one.
0: That's it. First one, mm-hmm. you will argue your case. You argue your case after, I did not do it. And they said we haven't heard. We will put you in. The second one. Well you wonder why I mean, God. You are being a Christian here. <laughs> you will not be disappointed with God. But what would you say to them? I'm innocent. I understand. But you are dealing with people. What would you do? You know, somebody gave me a perfect answer this morning. I noticed that there are Christians in this place who don't want to talk. The person said, I will curse them. <laughs> but you are saying, hey, wouldn't you do that? No, let's be honest. Wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't you say, now God don't punish you? (laughs) Hallelujah! (laughs) No, I mean, listen, you have to begin to see the situation and understand. I mean, what I like about what she said is the fact that Joseph never spoke a word. And I am trying to figure out whether if it were in our day, would you not say something? Ah, I'm going to look for the best of lawyers. Two of us. And then on the way, ah, two lawyers. Good. Uh, good ones. And on the way going to prison, the words that may come out of your mouth, please, let's just, 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 just know. How could you do this? You will curse them before you come out, but you are sitting here quietly as if you don't have a mouth. (laughs) Praise the Lord. The sister was finding it very tough when I asked the question. She she only mumbled something, and I said, "You say?" She said, "I will curse them," (laughs) and I said, "You are not alone." But you see, Joseph did not have the Bible. You and I have read. And yet, he did not complain. He did not curse them. He allowed himself to be carried into prison. Let me, let me tell you something. This is Christianity. Praise the Lord. Listen to this. When the Bible said, God was with him. He was in the prison. So I want you to understand that suffering for what is right is part of the package Jesus has given to us. You believe that? Say a big amen. I'm not talking about the suffering that comes upon you because of the wrong decision you took because of the wrong association, because of the bad thing you said, especially with your mouth. I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about genuine refusal to say, I will not do this and be punished. Don't we hear on the radio every time that a policeman who did what was right, they him and send him to a place that there is no water. And then he phoned in, to. there was a discussion, and he phoned in, and he said, oh, you people, you don't know. The reason why we do what we have to do is that if I do what is right, I will be taken to the village. And so because of that, everybody placed it safe Not to be taken into the village or to be removed or be sacked. You see, Joseph's situation was not being sacked, but being sacked and put into prison. Understand the quantum of the punishment. And begin to ask yourself, is this what I want to do for the Lord? Yes. Suffering is part of the business. Praise the Lord. And the reason why we are not experiencing the hand of God in our generation is because many people are not ready to keep their mouth shut. Especially when what is being muted to them is not correct. I want to beg us, may the Lord lift us to a Christianity which is free. From complaining, grumbling, and still standing for the truth. In Jesus' name. Brother Joseph didn't have the Bible that you and I are reading. And yet, he was able to live the life of a standard. So I admire him a lot. Is there any Christianity without suffering? Today, if you were to go through a little suffering, you will find a way to pacify yourself. That's why the glory of God is not seen. You will find a way to satisfy, No, 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 I cannot be in this heat alone. I must do something by all means. But I beg you, as we study together, may you and I be renewed in the knowledge of the Word of God. Amen. Amen. You see, there, is, there are very serious things that the Lord has said that should bring our attention to what we are hearing to become very careful. In Romans chapter 8, verse 16 to 18, you will find out that the position God has placed us is that we are heads. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Thank God that when you get born again, you know for sure that you are a child of God. Now the Bible says that, in the verse 17, He says that, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joined heirs with, uh, with Christ. Now He says... If indeed we suffer with Him, if indeed we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together. Amen. We will will receive the glory with Him. Now let me tell you something. Any child of God who refuses to stand for the truth and to be punished or to suffer, you will never, if you refuse that, you will also not be glorified with Christ. You get what I mean? Either you stand for the truth and be punished, and rejoice that you have stood for the truth and had been punished, your glory will be greater. But if you refuse, and let's face it, brethren, many people don't do it. And when you study scripture, one of the things you would observe is that many people who stood for God And some of them were punished so severely. At the end of the day, they were so lifted up to the highest of places. And they over there, they demonstrated God. The Daniel, the Shadrach, the Meshach and Abednego, the Josephs, anybody, even the prophets who refused. Like you remember last Wednesday, last Wednesday you remember Micaiah. When those of us who were here, Micaiah refused to condone by speaking the truth to Ahab and Jehoshaphat. Because of that he was punished. They sent him to prison. And when they went and called him and they said that, you see, 400 prophets have prophesied that Ahab should go to war and that you to let your word be like them. The man said that, you cannot tell me how my word should be. I will speak as the Lord. And may I announce to you that, listen, anytime you decide to live the Christian life, you will have these type of things. Amen. Amen. But, the, you know, we are very uncomfortable, uncomfortable with suffering. There's not a single person who will tell me that suffering is nice. But the Bible says that it is part of the thing that the Lord left for us, including Himself. The reason why Jesus became great is because He suffered and endured suffering. Therefore He was lifted up and was given with a name that is above every name. That today by the name of Jesus, every knee bows. So if we're going to go into any higher heights, With our walk with the Lord, may I announce to you that suffering will come your way. Amen. That's why he says that, then we will be glorified together with him. You will never receive the glory of God and cannot see much grace upon your life when you avoid or refuse to to, to, to suffer when it comes, especially when you are standing on a good ground by saying, I cannot bring myself to doing this. You know, to be honest with you, Brother Joseph, there was no reason. I mean, he could have easily said, of course, Satan would always say it like that, you know. After all, you know, the man has left everything with you. And if the woman says, you should take, you should also add to it. It will make you more greater. So that very soon you see the man will be sacked, and then you will be in control. such a sermon was preached to him, but the man fought it in his mind and said that, "How can I do such a grievous thing before the Lord? Amen, Brother, may I announce this to you. Let us gear it up ourselves i 'm very excited seeing our younger people here or our young people coming up they are studying some of them definitely have, we, we announce lawyers and all of this they are going to become very great but I only want to pass my word to them when you become great do not compromise where you stand are you people listening just stand for the truth in Africa the biggest challenge we are having is that nobody wants to stand for the truth. As much as they are they have learned they are wonderful, they would rather compromise. Politics are full of politics is full of compromises. And so because of that, people don't shine as believers. But I challenge you today in the name of Jesus that whenever God puts you in a place, be bold to say this is unacceptable. If they have to remove you, let them remove you, but you will hear something like this. And the Lord was with him. When they bring you down, the Lord will come down. When Joseph was brought down, the Lord came down with him even in the prison. And he will do likewise for you. Philippians chapter one verse nine, verse twenty nine. Let me show you something. Those of us who think Christianity, eh, 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 the Bible says that. For to you, ah, everyone, would you like to read the scripture for me, please? One, two. Hey, 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 warm up, warm up, warm up. One, two. Hallelujah. Have you seen what is coming up right now? The Bible says that for to you, in other words, to you, you are not only to believe. You know, we get very excited, the fact that I believe in Jesus, I'm, child, I'm a child of God, I'm born again, we pride ourselves. But the Bible is saying that that in itself is not, it doesn't make it complete. Do you know that the devil also believes? So there's, when it comes to that level, we are at the same level with the devil. In fact, as for him, he believes and he panics. But let our own, the Bible says that you believe and suffer. So if you haven't made up your mind like that, may you make it so. Hallelujah. And I keep emphasizing that I, I'm not talking about that kind of suffering that you brought to yourself. I'm talking about the suffering which came to you because you stood for the truth. Amen. In the same book, uh, chapter 4, verse 12, see what the Bible says. In the same book, chapter 4, verse 12. The Bible says that, I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to, you are not talking, and to, today the sermons we preached does not carry the fact that sometimes it may be tough for you, you may not have it. We have made it such that every child of God thinks that coming to Jesus means that every problem must be solved. It is not possible because God is the owner of the cattle on a thousand hills. And therefore, I cannot be in need. And so, whenever a child of God finds himself in a situation that is a bit tough, what he will rather do is that he will find another way around it. And whenever you have to tell them the truth, you are not a good minister. But may I tell you, a child of God, stand Paul himself, I like what he said, For I know. Know what that means? The man was identifying his call and says that I know. Did anybody have faith more than Paul? The man who saw the Lord in visions to such an extent that he said, I know a man who had even gone to the third heavens. And that same man says that I know. And so a child of God, when you stand for the truth and you suffer for it, Blessed are you. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? May I be honest with you, these things are lost in our faith. Everybody, let me tell you, it is very cheap to preach and to tell people that as for suffering, it should never happen. But it's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. The Word of God is very, very clear. Jesus said that you would have all of this and suffering. And so make up your mind. Do you know that you don't really need to invite trouble before trouble comes? Hello? Uh, You didn't hear me. A child of God does not need to invite trouble or suffering before suffering comes. One of the things I have made, an observation I have made, is that as soon as you start living right... Hell will break loose and they will start on you. It is it is so true. Now the fact that we are not experiencing these things is enough itself to tell us that we are not living right. It is the Bible. First, Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 12. Sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 12. And I second Timothy let's see what it says. Would you like to read the scripture for me quickly please? 1 2 yes. This one didn't sound very much for me. One more time. 1 2 Yes, all who desire... You haven't even started. You go to work and you say, Lord, I'm going to live a righteous life. That's the first desire. Your desire has come. These things that they do, Lord, I will not be part of it. all. as soon as you desire, the devil marks you down. So the Bible says that, Yes, all who desire to live godly life in Christ Jesus... Go, you 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 are on your job and you are doing what God wants you to do. In fact, before you even started doing it, you desire that I'm not going to be part of compromises. I'm going to do what as soon as the devil sees you, then he puts the sign. Yes, you are marked. So the Bible says that you will suffer persecution. Suffer persecution. Suffer persecution. And I beg you, a child of God, admit that the race is not going to be soft. It is grush, 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 grush on the road. If you if you fear suffering, I am praying for you today that you will be built up and not to fear suffering. Your aiming is quite, quite low. Because I noticed that in other words, pastor, this kind of preaching, but I beg you, it's not my fault. The Lord only will to open my eyes to see that then it can never be. Hey, senior pastor, I love you. Oh One day somebody said to me, In Tewunya, Bianca. Every day, I said, Who doesn't understand? Is there any white? Oh. Sister Angel, this man, woman, go to the chamber. Now, nah. I said, One day, somebody said to me, as for you can't you get anything to preach about that any time you come you fire us like that. And I said, it's not me. because It's in the Bible. And that will keep me safe. Hallelujah. You see, I, let's be honest with us. Sitting here and hearing the sermon It's not very nice. You, we want a Christianity that is full of Smooth ride, true or false. Even your true where well, you're not saying it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Honestly, if you are in good health, money is there. You turn to the right, nice atmosphere. Right, left, nice atmosphere. You jump up, everything is good. Don't you like that? Somebody says, I like it, papa, papa, papa. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we were not promised like that. The Bible said as soon as you desire to live like Jesus on the earth, hell opens the door. And say, wait in banner. They, they charge on you. But brother, sister, may we not be discouraged. Amen. If brother Joseph was not discouraged, Didn't complain. Didn't give up. Neither was he disturbed. And he said, okay, once you didn't kill me, even if you killed me, it doesn't matter. I would have gone with Jesus. But you didn't kill me. You have put me in prison. You know, it's so amazing. The Bible says that, and the Lord was with him. And when he went into the prison, immediately everybody fell in love with him. Amazing. So I want to say to you... A child of God Make up your mind You see, don't go for suffering Don't invite them But yours is that You just live the life of Christ Ordinary life It's your reasonable service Just be truthful Just be Do what, every, what is right to do They say, oh, we should fiddle with the figure You say, no They will remove you from that table As soon as they remove, just simply say Amen, Lord, I know you are with me Very soon, if he so desires, he will let you come and you will be brought to the main line. Amen. Amen. But don't be afraid when suffering ought to come. Are you listening to me? It's sad. We are not seeing testimonies in Christendom because we refuse to suffer. But the Lord brought us this word so that we can be prepared. Amen. amen. You agree? Shout a big amen. amen. Just let me give you one more few, uh, few things a try and then we would be out of here. Let me. Um, <coughs> right. First Peter chapter 3 verse 17 See what God says for it is better if it is the will of God to suffer doing good than for doing evil Hallelujah For it is what? I just want you to stay there. For it is what? One more time, it is what? For it is better, if it is the will of God, to suffer doing good than evil. May you not be accused of the evil you did. But may you be accused of doing what is right. Men may say you are a fool, but in the presence of the Lord, it is better. Praise the Lord. You see, this is what makes the difference in Christianity. We are not enduring to see God being glorified. And I have found out and seen that any time we commit ourselves in doing what is right in the sight of the Lord he comes down. Even if he does not. You know, in the Bible, majority of it God came down to help those who stood for him. And few occasions some people died, including Stephen. He died. But even Stephen, who did not experience what we may call the deliverance of the Lord, I like the testimony that the Bible recorded. The Bible said, as soon as he stoned him, and he was dying, he said something beautiful. I see the Lord standing there. Oh! Standing there. Not even sitting on his throne. A law stood and said, my son, they think they are stoning you to death. I have come to escort you to eternity. May we be bold to stand for what is right. And if we have to suffer, may we, even if we have to die, may we die. We will see Jesus. And in any case, who will not die? Except that everybody loves this life so much. that Because it's the only thing you have known. So we can preach and tell you that the glory that is yet to be revealed is far greater, and you say, won't I answer?" Like many years ago, a sister told me she said, "Why do you always preach about this heaven, heaven, heaven? I'm not married yet, Jesus. Eh? sister said to me, "Why do you always preach heaven, 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 heaven? please. I'm not married yet. He should wait. which scripture was that did we i think we didn't read the 18 of the uh, of romans 8 let me see what is there just remembered something romans 818 aha see what the bible says one two If I was depending on you, I'm sure I wouldn't hear anything. Because I heard something different, I heard something different. One, two. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory. Praise the Lord. Listen. Don't lose sight. We may not have seen it. But may we be so committed to Jesus to the point that when we even suffer, we should remember that what Jesus is preparing is incomparable to what we may be going through here. Hallelujah! I want us to be real saints of God. You know, God is still... The Lord Jesus Christ on on, on the right hand of the Father is still praying and crying and pleading on our behalf and say, Father, don't be upset. Give them one more time. Because there are few people... Who have not bowed. They will still rise up. They will stand for the truth. They will not give up Lord. Please don't give up. Don't let me go and close up yet. Lord we beg you. Because the the Lord is still begging. Want to see people. Who will stand for the name of Jesus. I pray that we hear these things. Our hearts will be committed to Him. Amen. So I come to a close, may I give you this last one. In First Peter chapter 4, verse 19, and I will close on this. Therefore, and this I love very much. Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to Him in doing good as to a faithful curator. Praise the Lord listen what the bible is saying is that if you if you suffer for doing what is right the best thing to do is lord i commit myself to you please father you are the creator of the ends of the universe keep me you know this is the kind of prayer that stephen prayed I commit my spirit into your hands. How can a man be stoned and then he tends to pray and say, Lord, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. Hey, Bible, brother, I think it's about time. Oh, Bible, when, when, when you are suffering through the pain by people, it is difficult to pray for them. If you are not careful, you will take some of these prayers that have come. My enemies, oh they should die, oh when the cock crow they should die, oh yay. And and some of us think that it's a good prayer. Why are we being so deceived? I was recently passing somewhere and I heard somebody leading, some peop- a group of people praying and all I heard is that, "And those who have taken my womb, they should die and everybody die! Why, who told you that your womb has been taken? <laughs> I was passing on a certain pack, eh? And it was uh, uh, supposed to be a man of... you know they have this round round, round, you, you don't see anything. They were in a circle. And they were praying. They are praying and tongues was like rattling. It didn't sound correct in my spirit at all, but anyway. And then the man of God said, Now, let's pray. Pray this. Those who have taken my womb, may they die. Die, 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 die. Who told you that they've taken your room, And those who have... Who, who, who have told him my husbands? Well, we need to buy into a You don't have a character, so nobody loves you. And now you are saying that somebody has taken your husband. Who told you you have taken your husband? They already know that you... The same people... And this is, you know, there's a scripture I love. I was preaching on it over the Friday night at the top There, The Bible says the prophets, they deceive them. But I like something. But my people like it so. Huh? Jeremiah five thirty one. 31. Ah, I thought I was closing. Hallelujah. Would you give me five minutes? Five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. Ah, the prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule by their own power, and my people love it, love to have it so. Then he says, but what would you do in the end? So I was preaching on the subject of what would you do in the end? Because that's, what not, that's not what people consider. So now, you hear everywhere you go, there's a group of people, and it's all about, that has stolen my money. You, you don't have money, but you say somebody has stolen. You, you don't work, but you say somebody has taken your desk. Why are we deceiving ourselves and giving them the chance to deceive us? The Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. You are sitting there in the house, you don't do anything. Takra at the church. I went there one day, I think thirty first we brought them here. One of them said he had two cities. Trusted God, started working, she bought a plot of land. Went through all kinds of sufferings, but endured, and the Lord showed him himself strong. A child of God, let me come to a close. Do what is right. And when you suffer for it, blessed are you. Bow your heads for prayer. Please. Dear Lord, we thank you once again for your word to us. We all confess that indeed we live in a generation when we have rejected the sufferings that you promised us. But you have brought us this so that we may wake up and stand for your name. I pray that, Lord, all of us who have heard the word of God, will stand with you, Lord. Please forgive us for disappointing you in some areas, but as we have heard today, we ask for strength to stand for you in the name of Jesus. May you bless each one of us who have heard your word in Jesus' name. Amen.